is the Better Life, Better Work show, and I'm your host, Allison Crow. I'm an intuitive life and business coach here to help you create better life and better work. I help super successful people, you know, the recovering overachievers, put the soul back in their lives, and I help soulful people create success. On this show, topics range from the mystic to the logistic, and our content will support your being and your doing while on your path to create better life and better work. More is not better. Better is better. Hey, I'm live. This is Allison Crow, and this is episode number 138 of the Better Life, Better Work show. And today I am wanting to share some things for you to consider as you re-enter public life after COVID sheltering in place. So most of the people I know and many of my clients, not everybody, but most of my people have really done the shelter in place thing, limited exposure. Some are just now getting vaccinated. Um, everybody taking all the precautions for COVID for 14 to 15 months. <clears throat> and I've had some interesting experiences as I begin to emerge back into the world, which I've been doing gently and slowly. I don't know, for a couple months, and I'm fully vaccinated now. So I wanted to share some things that you may not realize. I know many of us are, many of us are excited to be with people again from a certain place of our being, maybe emotionally, mentally, right? Now, here's what I want you to consider. I'm going to talk about physical, emotional, nervous, and mental and I want you to realize that going back out into the world, if you have not done or are maybe already have started and noticed things coming up, <clears throat> just like things came up as we went into COVID shelter in place, um, just like things, <clears throat> excuse me, just like things came up, things will come up as you go back out into the world, especially if you've modified your way of being and living. I realized last week I went, I got my nails done. And I got my toes done and I got a massage in my new town. I have not been to the Starbucks in my town. I have not. I moved last August and I have not been to get my nails done in a long time. And it was an interesting experience having another human being that I don't know touch me. That like, it's not normally something we think about, right? And so um, there will obviously be some physical adjustment, especially if you've been with the same number of people. So my husband um, is away celebrating his mother. Um, I'm seeing a cousin this weekend. And this is the first time, like for an extended period of time, we have been away from each other for a very long time, which also means we have been very much together in the last 14, 15 months. And so... I want, you, I want you to remember, first of all, your nervous system, like subconscious nervous system, may have some adjustments that you might not be prepared for, right? So uh, another friend of mine was telling me about, um, she's fully vaccinated, went to Nordstrom's and was 
overwhelmed, not normally overwhelmed by being in public at all, actually is a public performer and was overwhelmed by people, even though they were wearing masks and stuff. It's just a different physiological, it's just a different physiological experience than you've had, even though you've had it a million times before the last year, your body, your mind, and possibly even your emotions and your nervous system have acclimated to a different way of being. So you may have some uh, nervous system responses, <coughs> which is where that will cause some physical responses. Let me take drink some water. Nervous system responses that will cause fight, flight, or freeze, or fawn. Uh, I'll confess, the other day I um, went to have lunch with two of my girlfriends and I found my, I was very excited to go, but when I was there, actually, I didn't know what I was feeling when I was there. My, my body sensation felt tight and irritable. And after reflecting on it later, I realized like, yeah, emotionally I was ready to go mentally. I was ready to go. Uh, But my nervous system and another part of my emotions were like, fuck no, we ain't getting out in public. And um, so I found myself wanting to close off my heart. This was interesting, right? So this is how deep some of this stuff can go. So I found myself with my two best friends, like wanting to close my heart. And I found myself being real short and irritable and crouchy. I didn't have any specific reason, but what was happening is my system wasn't ready. There's a part of my system that wasn't ready to be out and about. And then last week I had some really good insights around this, you guys. So last week, um, beginning to move a little bit more in the world, um, still masked in public places. Um, it's not required here in Texas, but most of the businesses are still asking you to do it. I certainly haven't been on a plane. I know somebody that was getting on a plane today for the first time and feeling weird. Some of you have been flying the whole time. I'm just asking you to check in on what's been regular for you and what are you moving into. And just like when I taught kindergarten, the transition phase may be a little bit wonky. And so I'm encouraging you to activate your inner wise self and be compassionate, be aware and curious as you begin to reemerge. Give yourself some practice runs. Like if you have been to the grocery store, which I have, I've been to Target because I have to go into Target to get my meds. But I remember the first time, I've only been to the grocery store once. Like, whoa, that was a weird experience, right? So you may be in protection, caution headspace, but it's not just your headspace. So last week, um, I'm in preparation for a live event. And so, yes, I made a decision, took a risk in February. Last year, we postponed. We did an online version, and I postponed my event until this year. It's always a certain time in April. And I had to make the decision in February, not knowing about vaccines and stuff, whether or not we were going to have the event. And I really slowed down to connect with my wisdom. I have been a super shelter in place, not gone to live events. 
my event was pretty small. And so we did, I did make the decision after lots of counsel, lots of looking at the CDC, how to do things safely, what, what would be possible, you know, coming from a possibility mindset, if this is our problem, how do we fix it? And we, I am having the event. It is about 12 people smaller than normal. We are all double COVID testing. So COVID tests last week and everybody's getting a COVID test on site, still social distancing. Most of the people have been fully vaccinated and yet we're still following all these protocols. And so as I've been not only in the logistical preparation for a live event, if you've only attended a live event, I'd like to plant a seed of consideration for the people planning it because so much happens behind the scenes that you don't see. And so there is a whole nother mental, emotional and tactical load of doing that. And so as I begin to prepare, I got all the logistics taken care of. I have Amber helping me do that. Super wonderful. And I've created some emotional space and physical space to be thinking about the content in the room. And I kept having this vision of like being in the room, all of our masks on, doors wide open, doing all that we had to do to get there. And and the people that have said, yes, they want to come this year. Many of my sweet clients are waiting until next year. That's perfect. And I have this in, this vision of both being so relieved to be connected with my people again and terrified. Not of COVID though. I'm not scared of COVID, but what's happened is this, right? Like I miss people, but I'm so used to not being with people. I miss people, but I'm so used to not being with people. I longed. I went and got my massage and I paid for, I wanted to do an extra long massage just in preparation of my body. I've been doing extra walking. That's the other thing. Like I've been picking up my speed of lifestyle, (laughs) not so much slow tango, but slow tango with lots of extra walks and some rowing and building up my physical stamina for doing a live event. And I went in to get a massage. I didn't tell this lady what I wanted. I've never met her before. She is not a native English speaker. And I realized that not only did I want the massage, I just wanted to look in her eyes. I wanted human connection. And and this is no fault of her. And I don't even know if I really, like I might've wanted that, but never looked her in the eye. She certainly didn't look me in the eye. And she's trying to protect her business and trying to protect herself from COVID and following all the COVID precautions and has a lot at stake running a massage business. And I realized like, oh, part of me just really wants to be with my people again. Like I thrive in connection and community. And part of me is like, fuck no, I don't want to be around any of y'all. I don't want to connect with people. It hurts too much to connect with people. I'm reconnecting Facebook. I don't know where that went. Okay. So it hurts too much. And so I'm noticing a duality and many nuanced places in between of craving connection, of creating, of craving uh, normal life, and then also needing some compassion and 
really connecting with myself and noticing where I'm anxious, noticing where my body is uncomfortable, noticing my emotional stuff. And so here's what happened. I'm going to be a little transparent with you guys. This time of year is my favorite time of year. It has been for a long time. The weather, first of all, the weather in Austin is just freaking glorious. And so growing up, it was a very good time of year. My first, well, there's a lot of national events, traumatic, that have happened on either April 19th or April 21st. April 21st in Austin is a Texas holiday, San Jacinto Day. I'm not really into celebrating that, but it's, it's a historical pattern for me that big, important things, big things happen this certain week of April. <clears throat> it was also... April 21st of uh, this year would have been my 20th wedding anniversary with my first husband. And I have written before about how thankful I am that he left me and I am. And I noticed it kind of neutrally, matter of fact, and didn't think anything else about it. And y'all, this is, I'm embarrassed, but I'm going to tell you the truth. So I had a client cancel. I have a membership. People can come and go. People cancel all the time. I've had way more cancellations. Like if you are in the service space and you have either contracts complete or clients cancel. So I had a client very benignly cancel. No drama, no big deal. Doesn't hate me. I don't hate her. She just feels complete. <sighs> she just feels complete. And... <laughs> There was something like there's this adult Allison, but there is this little emotional part that has been really protected. Grown up Allison, event coach Allison is going out into the world, starting to, you know, starting to move back into regular life with COVID precautions. When I say regular, I mean moving about the public world. And this very deep, deep emotional part of Allison that I do work with mindfully tender in my heart, but she does not come out often. The combination of it all was a perfect storm for a massive full moon and on my cycle, a, a massive meltdown on Friday. Like I could not stop crying. My system was flooded with this small, young, scared part of me that was terrified of being rejected. And so as I put myself out there for Camp Starheart, so one of the other things is in doing a live event, I open myself to criticism and misunderstanding of the people who think I shouldn't be doing it. I under I open myself up to the disappointment of my not my disappointment but my clients who can't come this year feeling left out um me, the caretaker in me like this little protector that wants to take care of everybody's heart and make everybody okay and the reality is some people aren't going to be able to come the reality is some people are going to want to change their mind but we had to have decisions made back in february the reality is some people aren't going to be comfort the reality is some people think are, are going to think i'm being irresponsible so all of that's going on and then there's allison who shows up in the room and confident allison runs runs live events and loves her people, feels wonderful. But this little part of Allison is like, 
want you to go and fall in love with 27 people? I'm afraid you might get rejected. And so the same Allison that is feeling rejected when a client cancels, I know it doesn't sound rational and it's not my sacred Allison self. It's this tiny little part of me that is remembering 20 years ago, a man married me that didn't want to marry me. And it took him two and a half years to say, I reject you. I unchoose you. And I don't have a reason why. And I have this little inner part that's like, what did I do wrong? And I know many, many, many women who have the good girl syndrome, who want to take care of everybody else, who are always putting other people for their needs. And they are afraid of doing it wrong or being misunderstood. Like, I didn't mean to do any harm. And so there's about 15 different things that are triggering this little part, right? And one of them is going back out into the world. Because as I told my therapist on Friday, as I contacted my therapist and I just (laughs) hooed in her boxer, it was wonderful. I highly recommend a very good (laughs) when you need it. So I met myself with compassion and I just witnessed this sad part of me. And what I heard her say was she is scared to love people and build relationships with people because they leave. And I felt my ex-husband's energy really strong. I physically was feeling the same pain I felt the day he left. And you guys, the day he left, I, I was... surprised. I was terrified. And I felt so unloved and abandoned. And that probably was the easiest part to access. There's probably an even younger part that has some shit going on and eventually I'll be able to hold and nurture that part. But here I am just living my ordinary life. Everything is fine on the outside. And all of a sudden these dates, the the perfect storm of circumstances in the outer world and in my inner world bubbled up. And that sweet little part of me (laughs) does not want to go lead Camp Starheart and she doesn't have to. And that sweet little part of me, I think, right, like she is terrified that people are going to leave. That sweet little part of me wants me to quit coaching. She doesn't want me to care about anybody. She actually wants me to have a data entry job where I knowingly hate my boss so that I can complain about it and be resentful of it and just do my job and then come home. And so what I noticed about what I've, the, the climate I've been in emotionally, physically, nervous system, and mentally is I've been in my little safe cocoon. I've been able to control everything in my environment, sort of, right? I I told my therapist, I said, oh my gosh, I'm not going to reject me in my house. My husband's not going to reject me in my house. My dogs aren't going to reject me. I've gone over to my mom's. My mom's not going to reject me. 
haven't really gone out into the world where I can experience rejection. I know this doesn't sound like a clear thinking person, but what I'm doing is opening up space to see the uncomfortable parts of me and instead of shoving them down listening. And so I realized with these physical circumstances and changes, I'm having some nervous system responses, some emotional responses and then how I try to control those is with my mind because my mind feels like my superpower like I can reason if I find out the facts then I can control the situation so they don't feel any discomfort and so here's what happens when an ex-husband leaves or a client cancels or my dad walks out the door because he's wanting some space from my, you know, from our family when we are little itty bitty kids and my parents are fighting and dad goes away. Three-year-old doesn't know dad is coming back. Right. So that, that all gets embedded in that part of me tries to find out like taps like let's say there's this little part of me and she taps hey smarty pants allison smarty pants figure out all the stuff to know if you know everything then we won't feel this pain and so what i did on friday night was i allowed myself to feel that pain i was safe come on facebook sorry podcast people i don't know if it's me or if it's you (laughs) facebook kept disconnecting um And what was funny on Friday, like I had cried in the morning and I had a two o'clock appointment and I was like, I got to quit crying by my two o'clock appointment. So I went to my two o'clock appointment, was done by 3.30, came home and cried some more and cried some more and cried some more and cried some more. And what my inner wisdom, what my soul knowing told me to do was just let the tears flow, like feel everything. I was safe. I was resourced. My counselor and my coach were both around um, if I needed them to witness me. Um, There was nothing, nothing bad was going to happen to me if I felt those things. And I tapped into just recognizing and seeing this tiny little part of me that was terrified. And I was able to nurture her and say, of course, it felt sad to be rejected by XYZ or by my ex-husband or whatever. I didn't even try to fix her. I just sat with her and I woke up Saturday morning, light and clear, confident and calm. And happy at peace, knowing that I had nurtured these responses that I wasn't expecting. I had to manage it when I went for my massage. I couldn't, I mean, I guess I could have, but I didn't want to. I didn't let her spill out on the massage table, but I was like, I'm going to get a massage. We'll take care of this when we get home. And so I spent time with myself, checking in with my mind, checking in with my emotions, checking in with my nervous system, checking in with my physical self. And so I just want to remind you to, as you begin to re-navigate the world, the world is still moving and spinning. You choose your pace. And I would encourage you, you know, it's interesting. One of the first things I learned, I think was from Jennifer Loudon, that the word retreat means withdrawal from everyday life. 
And I am not saying that everyday life has been easy at all for many people, for anybody. Um, and as we begin to reemerge, one of the things Jennifer Loudon taught me in her book about women's retreats was to, I like to create a gentle landing, a gentle arriving into the retreat, and then a gentle re-entry into everyday life. And a lot of times when we move about the world, we just abruptly transition. And so if you are making a transition, Give yourself some practice, give yourself some space, give yourself some journal time, give yourself some time with your coaches. Do not keep that all shoved in your head because your head will only make it heavier, right? And so give yourself enough self-love, enough self-respect, enough awareness. And yes, I realize like I'm talking about this. Allison, that sounds like so much work to be self-aware. Okay, you want to be miserable? You want to be inflamed or traumatized and you want to have a meltdown in the middle of Nordstrom's or the grocery store. I mean, those are okay too. Doesn't bother me, (laughs) but, or do you want to be loving and preemptive, but not be so protective, right? We can also shield ourselves and we close off our heart. So really this message is for those of you that are open-hearted, those of you who are sensitive, who crave connection, but also push it away. There's a solution. And Matt Kahn talks about worry, anxiety, and regret as war. You can either go to war with yourself. And he talks about the antidote to war is A-R-E, awareness, resolution. And I think it's everyone. I can't remember, but just the awareness. And I'm going to say awareness and a compassionate attention to your system, physical, mental, emotional, and your nervous system. It's like, um, imagine you had a car sitting in a garage this whole time and you fill it up with gas. Don't take it to the Autobahn. Fill it up with gas, take a couple of practice runs and check your dashboard, right? Like you check your engine light, you check your tires. Um, My husband had to have a a tire redone and he has a tire that, you know, he hadn't used his car a whole lot. And sure enough, that tire did not like being out in the world. So he had to get a new one. So check your system, check your body, check in with yourself mentally, emotionally. Most of all, here's what I want you to do. I want you to be calm and curious and compassionate with yourself. Be tender. Do not be a mean whip driving bitch to yourself. That's not working anymore. This being hard on ourselves, being sharp on ourselves is not working anymore. I know you think that if you just shove that fear down and if you just push it down, you do that, you're going to make yourself sick. It's going to show up in your body some way and you don't want it to show up in your body. Because by the time it's shown up your body, it's a little bit thicker to unwind. So hang with me and I'll keep working with you on how to um, lead yourself, how to be aware of yourself, how to love on yourself, ways to move around the world noticing with compassion. Give yourself permission. Give yourself permission to have a meltdown. What if you had a meltdown and you just cared, cared about yourself while you had the meltdown? What if you taught your children how to have a healthy meltdown instead of saying, stop that crying bullshit? I love you. Thank you for listening, for watching. Um, My membership is open. 
If you would like to become a member of Soulful Success, you can go to coachwithallison.com. We do a lot of deep inner work, um, some business strategy work, but we have business calls on Mondays and life calls on Thursdays. Um, yeah, and I'm moving back into the world. We just booked um, not only Camp Starheart, but my Solis have a retreat. And then for those of you this fall that will be ready, those of you that will be ready this fall, I will be having an expressive arts retreat. I have 11 spots available at that. It's going to be $2,000. And it's going to be an all-inclusive retreat. So your um, lodging, your art supplies, and your meals will be covered. It's going to be $2,000, 11 spots. That will go on sale next in the next two weeks or so. So I just want to let you know about those opportunities. Um, Solis is $333 a month. So you don't have to spend gazillions of dollars getting some of the deep inner work support for business professionals. Um, be gentle as you re-enter the world. Take your time. Be compassionate. I'll see y'all soon. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. If you found this valuable, tag somebody or share it with somebody. Thanks. As always, thanks for listening. Totally appreciate you thinking about somebody who might really love this episode and you sharing it with them. Also, I always appreciate your reviews. It's like podcast currency. It's like a tip in the jar saying thanks. And finally, if you want to share on social media, a screenshot or any insights you get from listening to this episode, I will totally respond. You can share with the hashtag better life, better work show. This show is sponsored by my three rescued dogs, Leroy Brown, Clementine, and Rocky Potato. They're here to remind you to consider adoption when you get your next pet. More is not better. Better is better.